Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday, everybody. Amy here, and I'm joined by my friends Jill and Kate. Jill Pickering and Kate Rapier. 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 Raper. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I know that you have different versions because yes. it's French. Yes. I mean, I, I say rapier, but it gets butchered. Yeah. Almost um, all the time. Yeah. Which is Unfortunately, fine. she said sometimes she's <laughs> at the airport and they call her over the loudspeaker and it's definitely Kate that, you know, exactly. something you wouldn't want to And I do not stand out. up. I'm like, I'm just going to give it a second and then I'll get up later. <laughs> yeah. So Jill and Kate, they have been in business together for over 20 years, which y'all are how old now? I'm 40. She's I'll be 40. And so we're all the same age. Yeah. I'm 41. You and I share a birthday. Yes. Yes. And speaking of birthdays, yeah. Kate is here and yeah. your daughter, Gigi, it's her birthday today, which yeah. you did foster care and you adopted her. So we're mm-hmm. going to get into that yeah. in a little bit, which we are going to cover. This is sort of an OG four things episode for people that have been listening for a long time, but there's just not going to be the 
divider music. So Walker Hayes does my theme song. Yeah. And then he also recorded little clips where it's like, first thing, second thing, right. third thing. But like with y'all, I just want to keep the conversation flowing. Okay, cool. But I know we have four different topics we're going to touch on, which the foster care and adoption being one of them. And then also the first thing we'll get into will be what to do when life doesn't go the way you planned because y'all have experienced that and then using social media for good and then four things gratitude. Yeah, Love so it. those Love will be the four it. things. But back to y'all's bio so people can get to know you both, which y'all do have a podcast. So some people have likely listen to it, especially if maybe they saw y'all post about this and they're over here listening, but I love the name <laughs> girls just pod to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> that is so clever. Who came up with that? Um, Jill. Jill. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So good. I, I love it. It's golden. So your career, it began in music and y'all spent two decades touring the globe and releasing several albums and singles in 2018. That's when y'all launched girls just pod to have fun. And then from there, you established yourselves as motivational speakers <laughs> while you were going across the country. And y'all even did a TEDx talk, which I think is so cool. What was that like? Oh my god, Terrifying. It was terrifying. Yeah. I mean, because Fun. you have like, you know, the timer is like counting down and you have a certain amount of time. They don't let you have note cards. So you have to memorize the whole thing. And we were playing, like we played a couple songs like in it. So it was stressful. That was the helpful part. We, we had, a, I had my guitar on the whole time, which is like not normal for a TED talk, but it gave me my comfort blanket. <laughs> well, the TED talk is called Uncharted Waters, Navigating the Unknown, if people want to check it out on YouTube. But y'all have sang with people like Kelly Clarkson, yeah. which I think is, I would die, like fangirl <laughs> die. Is she just the coolest? She is. Like what totally. you see is what you get. We, yeah. we got to tour with her for six years. So that was pretty awesome. And when y'all were touring with her, you performed, you know, no big deal on Oprah. <laughs> uh, the Today Show, Ellen, Saturday Night Live. What was Oprah like? Did y'all did y'all engage with her at all? Or you're just performing? What's that vibe like? She was so sweet. The funny thing was, is it was right around Jill's birthday and we'd gone out the night before, or this was like my memory of Oprah, is that we'd gone out and we were celebrating, like all band and crew, we went out bowling and we had cupcakes and somebody smashed a cupcake in my face, which was so funny. Like I'm always <laughs> down for a funny joke, but they had forgotten to take out, we'd gotten her Hannah Montana cupcakes and they had plastic stars still in the cupcake. And so when a friend smashed the cupcake in my eye, it like cut my actual eyeball. And so like my eyes started bleeding. Okay. And so on Oprah, I had to wear these like big sunglasses like <laughs> backstage because my eye looked like a disaster. And so that's my real memory of being yeah. backstage at Oprah being like, oh my gosh, they're gonna think like, who is this diva, like backup singer who it is like intense. walking around with sunglasses on. But everybody Oprah was really did. sweet. Oprah made a really like a point to make eye contact and say hello to everyone in the band, which I thought it was really nice. Like Not she went around and was, it was kind of like, she was like, I see you. Yeah. Thank you for being here. And then like moved on and you were like, oh my gosh. That doesn't always happen. So that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Yeah. You have, I mean, you were seen by yeah. Oprah. She <laughs> saw you. Yeah. Right. You felt seen. Totally. And it was so fun seeing her like on. rocking out, like while we were singing, like while Kelly was singing, like she was so into it. So when y'all are doing background vocals for someone like Kelly, how, how does it sound? Like she's singing, like, would y'all be doing stronger? Like yeah. if she's like, what doesn't kill you makes you yeah. strong? Are y'all like stronger? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. So pretty what much. would your pitch, where is your tone? Like where, what y'all's job is to either go higher or lower than her? Yeah, yeah. usually. Um, Kate usually was higher. I would double her sometimes and I would do a lot of the lower, like harmonies and verse stuff. So. Yeah. 
Is there times where Kelly would maybe look at y'all and you knew like, okay, cute, this is, we got to do something different or yeah. would y'all have different hand signals on stage or how would you know? Or you just. There weren't hand signals necessarily, but sometimes you could just tell like, oh, she's going to do this vocally. I mean, she's just such an exceptional vocalist. Like that is her thing that it felt like an adventure every night to hear her in your ears. Just like, okay, where is she going next? Like, yeah. what is she going to do? We always call it like a master class, a six year like graduate program study, like singing under her because you're just like. She doesn't miss a note. She just yeah. all, she goes full on every night. So yeah. when's the um, last time y'all sang together? The um, three of us? Oh, no, y'all oh. two. Oh, oh we, we still sing. Yeah. I'm trying to think. We did a benefit show like a couple months ago. But, oh, yeah. For foster care, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. 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 And so would y'all do like a little thing here right now? Just like a one line of, I don't Ooh, know. Of any song. Any song, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it could be a Kelly Clarkson one since that was... <laughs> Since you that know, was uh, your master class. Funny, it's how we ended up getting, like how we were not trying to be backup singers. We were playing, we had moved to LA to try to like make it in the music industry, played this tiny little show at Genghis Cohen, which is on Fairfax. And it's like half Chinese restaurant, half music venue. Like the smallest holds maybe 30 people. And we played a show there. Kelly came to it and we covered a part of her song in this medley of songs that were on the radio. And after that, she was like, hey, would you guys ever? It's like, like the story you'd, you think never happens. It happened to us. Somehow. Yeah. So I don't know. And yeah. that's how we got. That was Hazel Eyes. I don't, yeah. That was a long time ago. I know. I'm trying to think of like what song like, we could sing. <laughs> I don't know. So come on and take a walk with me. Take, take my, my hand. You can scream into the darkness and tell me your plans. You can cry all night till you understand my love. Oh, okay, so what song was that? That was called My Love. That's one of our songs. We haven't warmed up today, so yeah. we'll see how that sounds. I, y'all sounded, it was beautiful to me. Like, I'm jealous. I officially wish I could sing, like, both of you. So what is that song about? So that song actually we wrote during a time where it was just, like, a real low point for both of us. You know that feeling when you feel like you're in the middle of the tunnel and you're, like, waiting for the light and the light is just not coming and you're just like, whoa, like... I am in a dark, hard place. It kind of came just this idea of like, man, what would like God say or what would love say to you in those hard times? And we just kind of wrote it from that perspective. And the first line of the song is, I won't ever change my mind about you. And just kind of this like comfort, all knowing that there's like a greater love out there that will like propel you forward and that there will be the light at the end of the tunnel eventually. So... Which is a good segue into like the first thing that we wanted to touch on, which was when life doesn't go the way yeah. you planned it. So yeah. what does that look like for both of y'all? What yeah. was the plan and then how has it unfolded and what has that made possible? Yeah. yeah. Do y'all recognize that line from Donald <laughs> yeah, Miller? Yeah, I yeah totally. Line. I love it. I know I that line. It's such yeah. a good line. I know um, it well. I feel like it's like in my... Body. Well, because y'all could even say, sure. like you yeah. could share a little bit. There's backstory to that. Yeah. Or just that like... The Donald Miller piece. Yeah. That we're, I mean, that we're friends and we work together now. Is that yeah. what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, which I think is kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I, that's what Kate and I were actually, we had a group of girlfriends and we were on a walk the other day and I was just like, you get to be around that and like soak up that information <laughs> and just, but at the same time, you're also working. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, well, it is, but I'm yeah. also focused on my job and doing it. Yes. But I love the, your episode with him actually though yes that was, that was so, so good, good. Yeah. oh so I good. it's that one of my so favorites good. all time like it, and I saw I you're going be. to his write your story thing yes yeah write your story it's uh in October so for anybody in Nashville or if you want to come I was actually at dinner last night with Allie Fallon who's doing it with him yeah. and there's a few spots left yeah. so writeyourstory.com is 
the website. And it's definitely an investment in the weekend. Like if you've ever thought about writing a book or you want to get your story out on paper or you're just maybe dissecting things in your own life and you're trying to get it out. Yeah. Like or process it. Totally. This could be something that could be very therapeutic and beneficial for you. And, you know, Allie was even saying she was shocked that there was a few seats left and not in a... Yeah. Not in a conceited way by any means, but it's just such, it's such an amazing workshop and typically it sells out, but I love her attitude about it too. She goes, I just, you know, I started to think like maybe the people that are coming, this is exactly who it's supposed to be. And I know it'll be beautiful. And, but all all that said, maybe there is a last minute gift to yourself. Someone DM'd me and said that it's their birthday present, Christmas present, and like Mother's Day present or something that they gifted to themselves and they're getting a weekend away. And yeah. that they're doing it for themselves. And I think too, to like go back to like what to do when life doesn't go the way you planned it. Like if you feel that at all, that if that sentence like resonates with you, like go to this workshop, like that is a great time to go process if you're feeling stuck or if life hasn't gone the way that you thought it would. Like that's a great, mm-hmm. I've like gotten to pop in and out of it and see like what they teach. And it's. I had yeah. an Uber driver yesterday that was like, you know, people when there's inflation, everything's expensive. People don't invest. He was in like psychology and he's like, people don't invest in their health and their wellness and all of that because that's where they think they can cut when actually that's like when we should invest mm-hmm. in it, when times are getting tough or they're going to be tough or you're just struggling. That's so I think even like the write your story, investing that in yourself. Yeah. I know it's a lot to invest in therapy and all these things, but there's a time to do that when maybe when you don't have, yeah. <laughs> that, you know, yeah. so I don't know. There, I have a podcast that loads up on Saturdays that's dedicated to eating disorder recovery and it's called Outweigh because a life without disordered eating outweighs everything. And I do experts every three weeks. And so my expert in the upcoming three weeks, one of the episodes, I think it'll air in a couple of weeks is the title of it is being socially and financially responsible in recovery Mm -hmm. and how are you going to do that? And I've never had that conversation with any other expert that's come on Mm -hmm. and being financially responsible means you might have to invest in certain treatments Mm -hmm. that you might have to sacrifice other spending and look at your budget and know, am I going to prioritize my social life? That could include friends and family, like how, who are you hanging out with? What are you exposed to? And then financially, where can you cut back on X, Y, Z so that you can invest and not use that as an excuse to not get treatment or help? Because the truth is it takes a lot of resources sometimes to, to get that recovery, which also too, in the same vein of, you know, when life doesn't go the way you planned it, y'all did have a blog that yeah. you put up. So I'm going to let y'all take it from here <laughs> yeah. since it is a, a kind of about that yeah. outweigh topic. And then y'all yeah. can share more on this topic too. But you wrote a blog about body shaming confrontation and that yeah. ended a working relationship. Yeah. That's I mean, sort of where life doesn't go the way you plan it started. So that's, yeah, a good, yeah, that's where it kind of started for us is just, it looked a lot different. I mean, kind of the really high level view is somebody took a photo of me, sent it to a group of people and the group the person who responded responded and didn't know that I was on the text thread and he looked at the photo and he called me huge and then the other people on the group text were trying to like find my phone to delete the text before I could like see it and anyway I ended up seeing it and it hurt my feelings and I you know I mean it hurt my feelings for like five minutes and then I had just had a friend who was 36 pass away from cancer and I watched his body like deteriorate and so I just remember I was in the back of the bus and I just was thinking like, man, like this, 
I don't want to focus on this. Like, who cares this person's opinion about me and my weight? Like, I ran three miles this morning. Like, I have things to do. Like, I don't want to, like, focus on the size of pants that I'm wearing. Like, we have other things to do, especially as women. Like, we have more important things to focus on. You know, like, we can do amazing. I could make another human right now. Like, that's amazing. Like, all of these things. And so ended up, like, two weeks later writing a blog that was called When Someone Calls You Huge. And all of our followers, fans, readers at that point were pretty much our demographic. I knew I was not the first person to be called a name. I knew I wasn't the first person to get my feelings hurt. I just wanted to talk about how I processed it. Like basically what I just told you, that's what I wrote in the blog. Like it hurt my feelings. It made me kind of second guess myself. And then I went into being really grateful for my body that I could run. I just watched my friend die. Like his body just like deteriorated. I still have one. I can make another human, all these things. And it was more like, ladies, like we can do such amazing things. Like let's focus on the awesome parts. And kind of the, again, real short story is that we were asked to take the blog down by kind of like. We were, yeah, it was in the context of a touring, not Kelly, not the Kelly Clarkson group. We were in a different touring situation. We were touring with a male artist. Okay, let's say the year, because I feel like that is important to know how society is handling something. Because I honestly feel like if a blog like that was written this year, it would not be asked to be taken. It wouldn't be taken down. No, this was 20... 15. It was 2015. Okay. So and yeah, we weren't quite there yet. It we was weren't. a little before it was, the Me Too. It was really, right. We weren't there yet. I, we knew when like the higher ups asked us to take it down, I didn't give them an answer. I said, I'll think about it. And I, and I was like, I, have you read the blog? Like I did not mention the artist that I was touring with. I didn't mention the person who called me the name because it was like, it's not about them. I've like forgiven. Like I literally wrote in the blog, like forgive and forget this person is not important. And there was literally like a sentence about him. And so I, I asked the people who were asking us to take it down. I was like, have you read it at all? Like, and neither of them had read it. They just heard the title. And so they asked me to take it down. I said, I'll think about it. We kind of felt like we can leave it up and we'll most likely get fired. Or we can take it down and just try to realize like, okay, we're just going to try to not even be the bigger people, but like maybe that will lower any drama. Like we don't want to be drama. We weren't trying to create drama. Yeah. And so. No, we, but you were. Using your voice and speaking up for yourself. And then also comforting others that had been in a similar situation. And since you had processed it, like you said, people need to know that they're not alone. And then they appreciate other tools and resources of like, oh, if this is how she handled it, maybe I'll... Mm-hmm. implement some of that in my life and, and then exactly, it's not going to affect me as much. And that's the response that we were getting. Like when I put up the blog, that was the exact response we got was other people going, oh my gosh, I've been there too. I've had somebody mean, somebody at work said something mean about me. So we, anyway, ended up taking it down. And two weeks later, we were both fired in a one minute phone call that said they no longer had a need for female singers. And that was like, and then hired a female And then singer hired a, a female singer like a week later. And we were the only two females in the entire organization, like in the entire touring, everyone. They'd never had females. We we're the only two. And so it kind of blew up our life a little bit because we also had our year blocked for the rest of the year. We had like 50 shows on the calendar for the rest of the year. With it, this artist. Yeah. yeah, with this artist. So all of a sudden it was like our financial like plan for the rest of the year was gone. We, I felt this real... I didn't even realize it until later, but like I wrote something that like blew up our life. So I was very timid to like write or share anymore because I felt like, oh my goodness, I did this whole thing. We've always tried to be just really honest and like, here's what we're doing, who we are, this is what's happening. And it had never really not served us well before. And all of a sudden it was like, 
oh, like this is shut down. And so it was just not where our life was going. We didn't think either like, you know, we've been best friends for 20 years. We've done business together. We're in it together. And this thing, even though it was Kate, like it affected both of our career. Yeah, like we both got fired. We both got fired, you know, and I have, I'm not mad about that. I'm so glad about yeah. that. Like, but you know, it just sort of made us go, okay, what are we doing now? Like, what is the really, the, the issue here? How can we make this helpful to people instead of just sulk and be like, we got fired and are, you know, didn't. And I think that was when it, the light bulb moment for us was like, this is not actually about us now. This is how can we use this story and translate it into some sort of good because there's a lot of people who related to that. And so we kind of, we, you know, we'd been trying to do music in Nashville on our own and just felt kind of burned by the town a little bit, just in the sense of trying and trying and trying and trying and just feeling like, oh man, we're not making enough process, progress. <laughs> and so we ended up like selling everything that we owned and we left Nashville and started a pot. And that's when we started the podcast. And we were like, we're just going to talk to other people now about what to do when life doesn't go the way you planned it. And not it that wasn't we were, like a big thing that we just, we just sort of were like, I think this is what we're going to do. We sold, I sold my house here. We sold all our stuff. We packed up a car, two cars. And we literally said, we started we're, a podcast. And we're going to go and just like chase things that like bring us joy and yeah. fill our tank. Because at that point it just felt like our tank was like running on empty of just feeling so low. And, and like on a personal level, like I thought I would be married and have kids by now, you know, like I, five years ago, I was 35. I thought, okay, it's going to happen any day, any day. And it just, it hadn't happened yet. And so I think that's another area where life has not gone the way that. And so yeah. that's what we ask our yeah. guests when we have a podcast, just like, what do you do when life doesn't go the way you planned it? You know, and it's been fascinating to learn. Like, like, I don't know. It's just, what do people do? It's crazy. Yeah. So it's been really fun. Is there a top answer that has stuck with you or afterwards? You're like, oh, wow, that was impactful. I'm sure everybody that sure. comes on is, Everyone but. says, life never goes the way you plan it. And it's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think it was Charles Esten, Chip. <laughs> yeah. Um, he said, I think that's what makes life so beautiful. And I was like, I like get chills, like even thinking about like, oh, that that's actually the real beauty is like all of these like twists and turns that take us to all different places that we could have never planned ourselves. And that, watching like, people yeah. actually thrive when it doesn't go the way they plan it. It's not that just like they got through it. Yeah. Most people it's like, no, they like killed it after yeah. that. You know, that's what I think has yeah. been cool. So, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say if for anyone listening right now that might be in the thick of something like that yeah. and they feel lost. Mm -hmm. I don't, I was going to say yeah. what's y'all's, you know, 30 second elevator yeah. pitch to them that like power yeah. through. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail 
for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With Ikea, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. A friend was over for dinner the other day and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions. And this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? And her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut scented Clorox Sentiva is my go-to. And I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender. And again, for me, it's always going to be coconut. My kitchen smells like a little tropical vacation when I use it. And I love that with Clorox, I know I'm getting a really good clean as well. So it's a powerful clean and a refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. You can get yours now at a retail store near you. What's y'all's, you know, 30-second elevator pitch to them that, like, power through? Yeah. I mean, I would just say that just keep going. Like, don't stop. Keep going. And just ask yourself the question, like, what does this make possible? How can I serve other people in turn? Like, my, if you're in pain, how can I use my pain to help other people? Because I think that's when we feel the lowest is when our pain is unused. It's like, well, that's just painful. But if you can turn that and leverage it for something good, something powerful to help other people. And like, like Jill said, like there is thriving in the unknown, in the things not going the way you planned. I mean, we moved to LA 
and literally had never thought about backup singing before ever. Like that had never crossed our mind. And this opportunity came up and we were just like, oh, okay. And that's a really awesome example of like when life doesn't go the way you planned it and then getting fired, like, you know, years down the road from a different artist, like that was also not awesome, but it, so many awesome things have happened because of that, that I don't know, just keep, keep going. Just keep swimming. Just, just keep swimming. swimming. Yeah. Exactly. I know. I've been See, watching a lot of. That was, that should have been the 30 yeah. second elevator. Yeah. Like you just look at them and say, just, yeah, we've talked about just that don't here stop. on the podcast yeah. before. Yeah. I was actually listening to a book. It's a fiction book. I've been listening to so many lately. I can't remember <laughs> which one because I feel as though I'm in a season where mm. I used to not like fiction, but now I just want to get lost in someone's story. I yeah. don't care if it's real or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's new for me this year. And one of the, in one of the, the stories, I don't know if it's a Colleen Hoover book, one of the yeah. characters, that's something she was journaling and she would journal to Ellen, actually, huh. DeGeneres, like yeah. in the book. Now I can't think of the yeah. book title, but as her, her teenage self, she liked to watch Ellen on TV. So when she got oh. a journal, she started instead of Dear Diary, she would just say, Dear Ellen. And she would kind of comment on that day's show and like give her feedback. And then she would share with Ellen what was going on, which I don't know, y'all don't have to say anything, but it just popped in my head because y'all went on Ellen with Kelly Clarkson. You said that Oprah was so awesome. Like, did y'all ever interact with Ellen? Because you <laughs> yeah. know there's been I know. things been, where it's like, but was she, did you feel seen? She was, she actually came and like shook all of our, I mean, we did Ellen three or four times, yeah, like probably. in the six years with her. And every time she came over, like shook, our hand like said hi like thanked us so she that's, personally don't have any bad stories okay cool yeah, I yeah. we personally have no yeah doesn't mean she, that yeah I, I don't know, know if you're gonna spill some tea <laughs> right <laughs> I, I feel like I we would. don't have any tea to spill it's like all very important I'm yeah, like she, she shook was, her hand she was very nice she was, nice. <laughs> she was very cordial yeah okay so we've concluded the elevator right. pitch would be just keep swimming <laughs> yes just keep yeah. swimming yeah. so you know you mentioned Kate that you thought you'd be married like at 35 yeah. and I know when we were on our walk the other day we ran into someone that was 41 and she was talking about how she just got a boyfriend and that is just an answer to prayer. Although she did say she had done some 85 day meditation situation. <laughs> like, to, like 85 minutes a day. I was like, wow. Okay, I, was I was on this thing. walk. It was so like after the podcast, I'm going to need to know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jill, we'll give <laughs> okay. you her whole, she did some whole like series okay. yeah, of things okay. that she truly believes landed her current boyfriend. Okay. Was she also like on Bumble or where did she find him? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Okay. We'll get the details. Yeah. Okay. Um, but she, he was, she said, God, the universe, like it, he came into her life at the exact right time, almost as she had pictured it yeah. and been manifesting it and praying for it. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I believe in that. I'll get the yeah. secret sauce from her. Okay, <laughs> we, yeah. can do. Um, we can go do the rain dance, yeah. whatever else was happening. But she was said said that to you, Kate, yeah. or said it out loud to the, us group of girls, and you were like, oh, so there is hope. Yay, yeah. I love this story. Yeah. And so for you, because you did decide to do foster care and yeah. then ultimately ended up, you know, following through with an adoption, yeah. I just wanted to touch on that because I think just even making the decision to sign up for foster care, yeah. when did you know what was that process like? And then, you know, as I... And it's encouragement to anyone yeah. else listening that might be considering it. Yeah. What would you say to them? 
Yeah. I mean, it's so funny. I am a very like quick action taker. Like don't ask me to research something a lot because I just have, I'm like too ADD about it. I'm just like, oh, let's just go do it. Like let's go do. And what so, are you on the Enneagram? I'm a seven. You're a seven. You're <laughs> yeah. like Gracie. You're yeah. fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jill, what, are, what you? are you? I'm a nine. You're a nine. Yeah. Okay. What are you? I, well, I've tested as a three. Okay. Okay. And a four, okay. but like a ver the, the, Four was an online test that I did, and the three was given to me by an Enneagram okay. expert, oh, yeah. like yeah. verbally, face-to-face. Sure. -face. So okay. I figure we probably should go with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I struggle with all of them. But then I think what my brain does is I focus on all the negatives, and I'm like, well, but, ugh, like, yeah. Ugh, yeah. I, that, I don't do, I don't right. do that. I can accept that I might do that. Yeah. But it's hard to see myself as this go-getter or leader or whatever. Yeah. But then it's weird because other people are like, but you are in leadership what? positions, yeah. so I don't know why you don't see yourself as that. What is the three's greatest fear? Do you know? Do you um, resonate with that at all? Like, I, the Well, it's been a couple years yeah. since I've really dug into it, but I think it's more of like, for me, my greatest fear is acceptance. Okay. So I don't know if that falls into yeah. the three, but I think it does because we can kind of be like chameleons where we morph into you know, who we need to in that moment to survive and hopefully make sure that this group of people yeah. likes us and then go over to the next group of people and make sure that they like us. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It's fascinating. <laughs> it yeah. is. And I, I want to, my sister is so into it and yeah. I have ADHD brain too, to where I take in the information and sometimes I'm all in on it. And then, yeah, yeah if I go a year without really diving into it, then yes. I'm like, well, I don't remember. But yeah. I do always totally. remember that seven is like here for a good time. Yeah. Gotta have fun. <laughs> like it's, we call it the, yeah. you know, the woo girl from, uh, was from, it how I met your mother or yeah, that's like the woo girl. Yeah, that's the woo girl. Yeah, well, and then I think too, at the time I got tested, and I'm sure y'all can speak to this as well. But you know, when you're in a time of stress, yeah, you go into other parts, mm -hmm. and then you have these wings. <laughs> and so I honestly have been assessing my life, and I feel as though my brain has been stressed since about like 2000. 13 or so without oh, wow. real <clears throat> understanding of that. Yeah, yeah. And then now I'm starting to get it. And so it's wild, the healing process and yeah. how long it can maybe take. And you realize yeah. how long you've been stuck there. Yeah. And you didn't even know it. Yeah. That's so cool. I would be interested to see, I'm still on a healing journey, but maybe once I'm in a better place yeah. Yeah. that what I would maybe show up as. Yeah. yeah. That would be interesting. So, that would be. Okay, we're going to, we'll follow up with yeah, you. Yeah, I would like to know. Okay, yeah. back to making that decision yeah. as a seven and as going for seven. it. Well, fostering sounds fun. <laughs> Literally, well, I was like, it was during the lockdown. And so I was living by myself for the first time, not on tour, not traveling all the time. I was locked, again, for a seven to be like locked at home for, was difficult, especially alone. So I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw somebody post a photo of kids with hearts over their faces. And I was so confused. I was just like, what is this? Like, I don't know. Like, and so I clicked, it was foster awareness month and these people were fostering and it was a friend of a friend. And I just started reading every post that I could all about foster care. And I was just like, oh, this is so interesting. And honestly, I didn't think a whole lot about it in Again, I'm not very good at thinking like strategy, future forward. I just am very in the moment. So I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I grabbed my laptop and Googled foster care Nashville, signed up, saw the DCS website, just signed up for an informational class. And in my head I was going, foster care, totally. I could love a kid for a few months while their parents get back on their feet or whatever. And then I'll give them back and I'll go back to my normal life. And that's just what I had envisioned. 
as in normal life as like us playing shows and traveling for the podcast and just, I kind of thought, great, I don't want to adopt as a single person. Foster care will be great. Like this will be a short term thing. And then I got certified and my very first placement was a one week old little baby girl. I got a call at 2.30 in the afternoon. She was dropped off at my apartment at 8.20. Crazy. Um, yeah, like I had a six hour notice and Jill had just flown into town because it was October and we were releasing a Christmas EP that at the end of the month. So she had just flown into town so so we could work together, like get a bunch of work done. And so luckily she was there because I literally had a crib and a baby bathtub. Those were the only two like baby So between 2.30 and like 8 p.m. I was yeah. just driving all over Nashville to all of our friends picking up <laughs> baby stuff for her. Like baby, I like formula and diapers. It's and like you don't have a baby and then you do have a baby. Yeah. Like, you're like, so yeah. yeah, I know we're supposed to record a Christmas EP, yeah. but uh, yeah. yeah. Luckily, we'd already recorded yeah, it. We, we were, were just, just doing, doing all the like press and promo good. stuff. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So luckily, we'd already recorded it. We did not do a good we job of recording it. And you're like, I have a gift from the Lord. <laughs> baby Jesus yeah, you're like, gave me a, another baby. <laughs> right? I'm like, sorry, we can't do any press now because. Hope you like the album, but yeah. you might never hear about it. You might it. never yeah. hear about it because I haven't slept in. Um, anyway, so yeah, so I got her and then we were working towards a reunification with her birth family at the beginning, doing visits and all of that. And then just by the spring, it kind of was clear that reunification was no longer going to be an option. And they had asked me early on if I was willing to adopt if they did go that way. And I, I mean, my answer was very funny because I did not think about it. I did not pray about it. I, I was just like, yes, absolutely. hundred percent. Like, of course, like, yes. And again, that was just not what I had envisioned or planned on my life. Because you fell going. in love with this baby the minute you met her. Yeah. I mean, like the minute I saw her, I just, I knew I was like, no matter what happens, if she's with me for an hour or forever, I will always like love this tiny little human. And no matter like, and at that point, like it was very much like she's, we're working towards reunification with the birth family, but I was just like, oh, a because piece of me. That's the, and you know that as a, when you do the training and you're in it, that's yeah. the ultimate goal yeah. is yeah. if the parents are capable yeah. and it's able, that's the ideal situation Absolutely. for any child. Yeah. If it's going to be safe. Yeah. And so, yeah, I can see how that yeah. I, being a foster parent, I mean, I know what it's like as an adoptive mom. Yeah. But to, yeah, bring a child into your home knowing that you're going to form this bond and it might, it's not a forever bond. Yeah. Like when I mm -hmm. adopted my kids, it was like, yeah. okay, we're working on this. It's going to yeah. be forever. Although when I, we were going to do a domestic adoption and yeah. we did the training yeah. and every state is different, mm -hmm. but we lived in North Carolina at the time. And I, if I recall, it was maybe like a 10 day. Yeah. So if we had been placed with a domestic yeah. baby, the birth parents had 10 days mm, yeah. to change their mind. So even if we did get placed with a, a baby that we were adopting, not fostering, yeah. there was yeah, that period. Still, yeah. and mm -hmm. you have, it's like such a gift, both of you guys, the fact that you've adopted and fostered both of you, it's like takes special people to do that because your heart has to be like open fully, but also aware that it could be broken fully at any point. And like yeah. watching, yeah, it's just, it, it, blows my mind, but But again, beautiful. I mean, it's another way that like life did not go the way that I planned at all. Like I just did not foresee myself being a single parent or a solo parent. You know, I always, I loved adoption. I have two adopted younger brothers and I always thought adoption would someday be a part of my story. Cause I have, you know, my two younger brothers are adopted from South Africa. Like I just thought I'll do that someday. But in my head, it was always like when I'm married, when I have a husband and a house and like I'm settled, whatever that means. Yeah. That's yeah, I thought or after I have a few biological children. Yeah, or that's something. That's what I always thought. Yeah. Maybe we'll think about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and but it just, yeah. 
I'm so I didn't glad. Know I that I'm, and that's a really beautiful way that I'm like so glad and grateful that even all of those, the timing of it too, like that I got that call for her. It just it blows my mind that. And so if there, there are people considering doing something like this. And let's speak specifically to singles. Yeah. Because I feel as though they need that extra encouragement yeah. or, you know, that story, yeah. your story, yeah. anyone's story that did it and is yeah. doing it and made it happen yeah. and that it is possible. Ah, uh, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. A friend was over for dinner the other day, and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions. And this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? And her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut scented Clorox Sentiva is my go-to. And I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender. And again, for me, it's always going to be coconut. My kitchen smells like a little tropical vacation when I use it. And I love that with Clorox, I know I'm getting a really good clean as well. So it's a powerful clean and a refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. You can get yours now at a retail store near you. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like I want research. I want to know like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results... Well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, 
I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. I get a lot of DMs from people being like, I think I'm too late. I think I'm too old or I'm too late or I don't have enough. And my response from the very little interaction I've done with a lot of kids in care is like, I guarantee you, if you start loving a kid in your home, they are not going to think that you're too late. They're going to be like, you are just on time to like love me and to be there for me. And so there's, I mean, I think right now there's over 400,000 kids in foster care in the U.S. alone. And so I would just say, take the first step. That That's what I did. Every time I signed up for something, I told myself, you don't have to do this. This is just taking the next, like, just do the informational meeting. And if you decide. Swimming. Just keep swimming. Just like, keep swimming. If you're, if you're like out over, like if you take the informational meeting and you don't want to keep going, you can quit. And then I, I was like, okay, the informational meeting was fine. I'm going to take just the classes. If at the end of the classes, you don't want to like do the home study and you can, you can back out. I just kept giving myself like little progress, like just take the next step and just see and just see. And I think, I think we need more people fostering one, but also if you're thinking about fostering, just just take the next step and just see, because also it's connected me to a ton of like really beautiful friendships. Like, I feel like I've gained so much through foster care that I didn't expect. I've built a community of other foster parents and adoptive parents. And it's just, it's been a really beautiful unfolding of my life that again, I just never thought, I never thought it would I just never envisioned it for my life. Like it was not a part of my plan. And I'm, I like to plan. I like things, you know. Yeah, it was one of those, those twists and turns yeah. and just yeah. being open to that. And yeah. even during COVID, I know y'all had to alter plans because yeah. you were singing. Yeah. And then this can take us into using social media for good. Yeah. And so how did y'all get creative with your side hustle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, when COVID hit, I went up to New, I was living in Nashville and I went up to New Hampshire to help with my parents who are aging. And we had sort of been working on music stuff and kind of figuring out what we're doing. But people had started to come to us like, hey, I like your social media. How do I do this? Or what do you think I should do? You guys are creative entrepreneurs. What would you do? We started sort of helping friends with ideas for social media and then strategy and all of a sudden, it was like multiple people we were helping. Yeah. We're like, well, we could kind of do this, yeah. <laughs> like, right? You know, so I was up there. Kate was here. She had a new newborn. I was helping my parents. And so this sort of became this business we did where we were like, if you need help with your social media, we want to help. And I think our main mission behind it, too, is, again, like what we've been talking about, is just doing good through social media. It can be so 
negative and people hate it. And I get that. It's like, there's so much bad with social media, but Kate has a daughter because of social media. A lot of our life things that have happened that are super cool, like the TED talk or different things happen because of social media. Our Mary, who we, is your friend, your yeah. friend, Mary, we met her because we just like found her on social media. I forget. Yeah. I guess it was the shop forward or whatever. And we're like, want to have lunch? Well, I met her on Twitter. Oh, you yeah, did? In 2012. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I mean, we became Twitter friends way before that. But then I think I met her in person for the first time in 2013. So I don't know what, how many years we had tweeted before yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah. But so much good can come from social media. And so we were like, let's take our creative knowledge and see if we can help people spread more good through social media. So that's yeah what we started. That we started this. We So our like Jill and Kate is our band name and what we go by, but we made and brand consulting, which is the and from Jill and Kate as like our, we just, that that's our LLC for our consulting business. I mean, we still, people still just use Jill and Kate, <laughs> um, but and brand is our little. Our, and on Instagram, are y'all, it's at Jill and yeah, Kate. At Jill and Kate, yeah. Yeah. Kate, yeah. At Jill and Kate. Yeah. But the and sign. It's all or spelled A-N-D. out. A-N-D. A-N-D. Okay. Yeah. Just clarifying. But if you were to yeah. look at it on when you go to the page, it's Jill and sign Kate. I, Probably, maybe. We've changed know. it like a bunch of, we've gone back and forth with our logo. I don't know what it currently it's is. It's one of honestly. those little business things that like make it makes you crazy. Cause yeah. Like, people sometimes do the ambersand or the plus and like, and I don't Because know. in a link, you can't have an ambersand. Yeah. Right. Or an you need an A and D. You need an Andy. So. Well, I just want to make sure yeah. people go. They're finding the right Jill and oh, thank Kate. Yes. J-I-L-L-A-N-D-K-A-T-E. That's, yes. That's where we are on in Instagram. Yeah. So. And so how has that been for y'all diving into that and I mentioned I had dinner with Allie last night and she has worked with y'all y'all helped her with her social media too and she said that she at some point she had to do some scaling back but what she learned through the time with y'all and it challenged her to kind of approach social media differently and not and I don't want to speak for her but I guess I'm paraphrasing in a way that she just through y'all was able to get more comfortable mm. posting about things. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I need that. I need yeah. that. I am so <laughs> awkward and uncomfortable on social media, which I can be in front of a microphone all day long. And yeah. I can do the radio show. I can host stuff on stage. But, you know, I am just not the, like, camera in the face, yeah. like, talk to the camera yeah. person. And some people have that true gift. Sure. And it's it's fascinating to watch because they're just able to go through all their day-to-day life. And yeah. that's... I feel as though their primary job-ish, yeah. Yeah. which that's, right. you know, thankfully doesn't have to be mine, but still it seems like in different platforms, you still have this responsibility to show up on social media, mm-hmm. even if you don't want to, yeah. then yeah. you start to get called out from higher yeah. ups or different people or this or yeah. that, like, hey, you really need to have some presence yeah. on social. Yeah. Or I saw even Brooklyn Decker talking about it the other day. She's a, you know, model, actress, yeah. philanthropist. You know, her husband's Andy Roddick. He does not have social media. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think he has Twitter. Yeah. But he doesn't do Instagram. But she, I saw her post something maybe a month ago at this point where she just said, I just got off the phone with my team and apparently I need to be more present on social media. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so I've seen her sort of up her sure. game, but yeah. she's admitting like, ah, yeah. oh, you know, this is just not my thing. And so what advice do y'all have for people that are feeling that pull of like, I have this whole other career and now I'm supposed to show up and have this online career. And it's, it's for some, for me, that's what is draining sometimes. And not that I, I like the connection. Don't get me wrong. And I do, I've met multiple people on social media and I do see the positives like y'all are saying, 
but it's so hard to feel like you have to show up on all these different platforms now. Like times have changed and I get it. I want to be with the times, but help. And that's what Ali said. You need to get Jill and Kate. You should maybe work with them and see if they can help you. Yeah. That's so nice to hear Ali say that we, we, we kind of dubbed it as like social media therapy because that's a big part of what we do for clients is just talking them through those kind of issues. But I think for me, what I always encourage people to do is to think about who is on the other end of like who's receiving what you're putting out there. And if you can look at it through a lens of serving people, of you're putting your, your sharing, kind of what we talked about earlier, sharing your experience, sharing what you've, what you've learned, what beauty you're seeing in the world, what good you're seeing. There is such an influx of negativity and bad news that just is surrounding us all the time, even if we tried to avoid it. It's just there. And so what we try to help people is one, just give them a plan because everything's easier if you have a plan and if you don't have to do the work to come up with the plan. If some, It's like a trainer. If somebody just like tells you like, here, do lift this weight right now, like do this thing. And you're like, oh, okay, I can do that. Like yeah. right here. But if you were just like, here's a set of weights, have at it. And you're like, well, what do I do? Do I pick up this one? Like today, what should I? Like- and it's the purpose. Are you trying to like, as a train, if you're going with that analogy, are you trying to like get huge and like yeah. muscles or are you trying, you know, what is the goal? So the plan and the purpose is sort of like, sometimes like, what do I post on social media? For me, I'm like, I just kind of like to make people laugh. So like, that's sort of my purpose, you know, or whatever it is. And if you have that in mind, then you're not paralyzed when you're like, what should I post? You know? And so when we like work with clients, we take them through kind of a little framework that we've created to help people know, okay, what is it that I want to be posting about? We give them a plan so they know exactly what to post. And then we can kind of talk through how to not feel better about showing up on social media, but really talk about like the people that you're serving. And I remind people all the time, like one, somebody shared their story on Instagram and that changed my life forever because somebody shared their story about foster care and I found out about foster care and then I became a foster parent and now I'm like I have a daughter like that's wild who turns two today like that's just that's insane to me and so even we were on a coaching call with a client and that's what we do a lot of now is just kind of coaching and helping people come up with a plan and a purpose for their Instagram but they were like I'm so disappointed this post that I worked really hard on only got 3,000 views and I'm just like that is such a bummer and I was like I totally understand feeling like, man, I just spent a lot of time and invested in that. But I'm like, okay, I want you to picture you're in a room, your post is up on a screen and 3,000 people walk through it and like see it. Yeah. You would be pretty happy that your brand just got 3,000 eyes or your whatever message you're trying to. And then like, okay, 100 people liked it. Imagine 100 people walking up to you and being like, I like that. I yeah. like that. I like that. I, you would be like, overwhelmed if a hundred people walked past you saying, man, I like that. And so I think it's with numbers. Yeah, we are. And I think so it's reframing and we have seen it every time. If you keep serving your audience with what they're there for. And part of that is just letting people know what they're going to find on your channel. If you keep serving and showing up and valuing them and putting what you're learning into the world, like there's no, you will grow. Like there's no, We've never seen it not happen that way. If you consistently show up and serve, like your your audience, like it just, it grows naturally. Like it can't not. So I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, you know, as like you were saying, Jill, social media gets a bad rap and because some parts of it are absolutely yeah. toxic. But at the end of the day, we are thankful for it yeah. because it's done so much. And, you know, you even mentioned the shop forward and 
that's mostly Instagram is one of the main ways that stuff is shared and seen yeah. and linked and liked. And then of course, you know, building emails that go out that Mary sends out and whatnot. But I think of like the four things items I just posted because she put up the four things Halloween stuff mm -hmm. last yeah. night. And my daughter Stashir and I did a little photo shoot and I was looking at the pictures and I was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to put this in my Instagram stories and like include the link. And then yeah. hopefully that's how people will see it and then know that it's going to make an impact to kids here in the U.S., and also in Haiti. Yeah. And then it's it spreads that message. Totally, and yeah. so it is a, I do get stuck on certain things sometimes where I look at numbers and like, oh, what's the point? Yeah. I'm not, it doesn't even, but then I'm like, why am I even fixating on that? If maybe even one person just saw it or one yeah. person shared it. And I love your example, Kate, of picturing the people physically walking by and seeing it or physically yeah. coming up to you and giving you a thumbs up, like, good yeah. job. Yeah. yeah, or like, or, I like that. Mm -hmm. Like somebody's saying like, I yeah. like that. But there's back to the, we can be grateful for social media and it's doing good as it gives companies and people a platform yeah. to put out good product. And like yeah. Mary's able to respond to if like the hurricane in Florida, sure. it's right. like immediately can go to Instagram or Facebook or yeah. Twitter and these different platforms that yes, sometimes can seem negative, but then can also have people sharing and commenting, you know, thank you so much. I live in Florida. That's so awesome that the shop yeah. forward is doing this yeah. and whatnot. And so just highlighting the good that's out there. And even Donald Miller's yeah. posts, like he's on there giving like really sound advice yeah. and wisdom, especially from a business standpoint, if yeah. you're looking for guidance there. And I love Mel Robbins. Yes. Like, I love her. Do y'all yeah. follow her? I actually, I just, the, the, I was looking at books that I listened to and I forgot that I'd listened to one of her books. It's her birthday and she's starting a podcast. Did you know this? Oh yes, I saw yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, my girl Mel. Yep. I've never met her, talked to her <laughs> yeah. or anything, but somehow I try to find a way to bring her up. Um, <laughs> sometimes on the fifth thing that I do with, my friend Kat, we joke that it's probably a drinking game. Right. Like anytime <laughs> yeah. you hear Mel, take a sip. Right. <laughs> because I just, I, yeah. so there's so much like good that you can receive and not all of it has to be therapeutic. There's also the El Royo sign in Austin that is like hilarious right. yes. memes totally. that you get to laugh at and then post and reshare so or good, yeah. like, you know, funny therapist accounts yeah, that totally. there was, my um, oh my God, that's I one sent, of my favorites. Oh gosh. Yeah. There was something I sent. Actually, I sent it to Allie and Gracie after I, our dinner last night. And it's this crazy clown looking person. And he's sitting at this table, clearly having issues. <laughs> and he's, he's on his phone and he's like me texting my friend's you know, therapy and advice. Meanwhile, I should be in an yeah. insane asylum yeah, or something. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't find it right now. I mean, so the way I just, that people so have good. created memes. It's I know. Just, it's such an art. Like, it's so good. Memes give me so much joy yeah. on Instagram. And that's where people, it's a creative outlet for people yeah. where they come up with content and they yeah. get to push it out there. And we are, get to interact with people from all over the world. Totally. It's crazy. We yeah. used to never, ever, ever, ever get to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun for us to be able to highlight like, we know of all of these awesome businesses or people solving problems for people or authors who are writing these books. And it's fun to come alongside because our only job is to get more people to hear about it through their social media. So yeah. it feels also really purposeful for us being like, okay, we're helping somebody else get their message out into the world, which needs to be heard. And it's and fun for us because we've spent 20 years doing that for ourselves. Yeah. And you know, how it's like, you just don't, you get sick of like talking about yourself and yeah. like promoting yourself and trying to yeah. sell as musicians 
sell your stuff, your music, like hope you like it. Yeah. And so like, I just love, and it's been, we love doing that too, yeah. but to like take someone else and be like, let us help you. For some reason, that's just like, we yeah. love that part of it. But so. I can tell even in your face, it's yeah. like you light up and that yeah. is something like you found it and it sparks yeah. joy in you. And yeah. that's evident yeah. sitting here in the room. <laughs> so I would love to hear from each of you four things that you're thankful for. Yeah. Instagram or social media cannot be one of them. Okay. We've already don't covered worry. that. We've already covered it. Don't worry. Okay. So I don't know. Jill, do you want to go first? Yes. Four right off the bat. Okay. Okay. So one was a food one. Oh. I know people sometimes do food. The Trader Joe's, I'm a Trader Joe's person. I love Trader Joe's. The bruschetta sauce. Like, have you ever tried to make bruschetta? It's very hard. <laughs> so they have a really good one. So I'm, I'm, I'm into it's in the fresh. You need to. It's in a fresh section, not the, the canned. Fresh. You put it over like burrata and bread. It's delicious. Noted. Okay, it's that's fine. my. That's one. Two. I love fall. I love football season. So I'm just here for it. I'm, it's bringing me so much joy. Um, Who's your favorite team? Well, I'm from New England, so I'm a Patriots girl. Okay. At heart, I saw someone walking around with a Patriots jersey here. <laughs> yes. So it's a little rough year for us, but um, I still love it. A book that has changed my life as an introvert is called The Introvert Advantage. And I just always want to tell people about that because <laughs> I'm very grateful for that book. If you're an introvert like me, Kate's an extrovert. I'm an introvert. Do you have, are you total straight introvert or sometimes Pretty, you have? I can turn the like ambivert thing mm-hmm. or whatever. They, are you an introvert or an extrovert? I'm an extrovert, but I have to recover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people do. Yeah. Some actually, I know, don't. If they're alone, it's like not good for them. Yeah. But I have to recharge, especially I think probably because I do so much talking. But then there's this expectation that because you talk, 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 and you can do this or you have this type of job that you're supposed to be talky, talky, talky all the time. Yeah. (laughs) And then you're like, no, I can't. But I can I can 100 percent go a whole weekend. Well, before I had kids. Yeah. Yeah. Alone and not see or talk to anybody else. And I am totally okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you have a little introvert in you. I do. Then. I do. Yeah. That's yeah. my recovery. Sure. That's what, and yeah. it was confusing to me because I thought, is something wrong with me? Like, am I like depressed? Yeah. Like what's, totally. because I can be so extroverted. Yeah. And then I would have behavior like that and it threw me. And then yeah. that's when I learned that that's yeah. okay. Like yeah. I just might need that to recover. Yeah. I know. So yeah, that's. So what's the title of the book again? It's called The Introvert Advantage. The Introvert Advantage. Yeah. I just, I think. It used to be like more negative to be an introvert. I feel like now it's gotten a little more. It's cool. Fun and yeah, yeah. But edgy. It's edgy to be. Look an at introvert. you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm such an, I have such an edge. And number four, can I steal Gigi as one of my things? Yes. Joy? Well, y'all can both have her. Okay. Yeah. Kate's daughter, is, she turns two today and she's like my favorite. She's so awesome. I so, love that. Yeah. Okay. Um, four things. Gratitude over to you, Kate. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm, I'll just start with Gigi. She yeah. turns two today, which feels so wild. Like we were looking at pictures of like three years ago today and four years ago today and just thinking like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that she was coming. And yeah. that is wild to think about. Or like even looking at like October 4th, like 2020, like I didn't know that she was going to come into my life. So um, super grateful for her. She's just a total gift in like every sense of the word. So there's this Thai place in Cool Springs called Jasmine Thai. Have you ever been there? No, but I love Thai food. Okay. It's in a strip mall, so it's very... Um, so it's awesome. So it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number one requirement. And their spring rolls are the best, I swear, in all of Nashville. So I have been obsessing over there. Like, I, 
it don't put it past me to just order like eight of them and just have that be my dinner. Like I don't need anything else. They're so good. It's been bringing me a lot of joy and I'm very grateful for it. <laughs> I have been binging a podcast, Kathy Heller's podcast. I, I, we actually talked about this on our pa- podcast last week, but she's just, she's kind of like inspirational. She's actually doing an event with Mel. Your best, your best friend. She is. She is. Yeah, that's actually why I heard about that it's her birthday. Take a drink. And she's <laughs> Kate just said Mel. Um, and that she's starting a podcast because they're doing an event together in LA. So I heard her. But she just talks about it, her podcast is called Don't Keep Your Day Job. And she talks about people quitting their nine to fives and doing kind of their passion projects or what brings them joy in life. And as we've kind of gone from our side hustle to being our main hustle, it's just been really inspirational to listen to. She also has a book called Don't Keep Your Day Job. And I did listen to that audiobook too. And it was really good. So that's that's kind of like three, three and a half, because it's two things. And then this weather, being outside, like when we went for a walk the other morning, that did so much good for my soul. Like the cooler, the crisp air. Mm. They're just not sweating all the time when you're outside. I love being outside, but I hate sweating for no reason. So to be outside and not be sweating was just... And to be in the trees in the fall and yes. the leaves are changing. And, and just there is the bilateral yeah. thing of walking and talking just helps me process so much more, even if it's internally. I think that bilateral movement just helps me like get things from my brain to other parts of my body. So I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, yeah. I am thankful for this chat that we got to sit down and have today. And while y'all were talking about something earlier, I did decide to just, I want to circle back to the the Enneagram. I got curious about the deepest fear since you asked that. And so for a three, three's fear being insignificant or a failure Mm -hmm. and that they don't have value. Yeah. And then that lines up. Yeah. (laughs) Did you feel that way as a kid too? That's about right. Like, cause they say, they say like what you are is like what you are. Do you feel like that rings true as like childhood version of you? Yeah. I mean, I I still think in that category, I stand by the acceptance thing, but I think that that's, you know, being seen, accepted, having value. But then sometimes as an adult now and doing the work, yes, I think I wanted that. And for some reason, and even in therapy, I've worked through like even high school days, like one therapist had me draw, like I was a child, like I draw this chart, like where I saw myself. And I feel like I had a pretty cool high school group, but I still drew myself on the outside. Mm. Like I never felt like fully in. Yeah. And, and that can be in whatever group. I'm not saying like the it group by any means. I'm just saying like in my group. And then as an adult, I've realized I had placed my value or I wanted to receive value from the wrong things or the wrong yeah. people. So I've been working hard on that because yeah. I'm not going to always get that validation, but that's my love language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just FYI. Yeah. <laughs> what is yours? What are, what are y'all's? Do you know? Love language? Yeah. Uh, quality time. Quality time. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is too. Oh, both. I yeah. think so. Really? I mean, why, what would you say it is? I don't know. We've just never, I don't I'm not think like we've a gifts a- person and uh, maybe words, maybe like words of yeah, affirmation. Yeah. Make words of affirmation. Yeah. Like maybe I'll, I'll yeah. switch it up. Well, y'all are awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Like I've enjoyed this chat. This so, so, um, and then I've enjoyed us. this time. So yeah. Jill, you're awesome. I've loved everything you have to say. And Kate, I have enjoyed this quality time. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that was so nice. We nailed that. And then, yeah. and you know, I, we mentioned the Halloween stuff at the shop forward and to get to that, you can go to the shop forward.com slash fall. 
fall to see all the fall things. I know, so Jill, you mentioned football and like yes. we have the four things hoodie and the first thing on the maroon one is football. And there's even a t-shirt. I do but I just feel like in the fall, you need a hoodie. Yeah. When we showed up for our walk the other day, which Mary was there and Gracie, me and Kate, we all had on shot forward gear and it wasn't yeah. planned at all. But I think there was like a cool mom item, like a choose joy item. Yeah. Uh, like I had the more joy. Yeah. And I'm pretty much the fact that I'm not in one right now is rare. Yeah. I live in the shop forward stuff. I, I almost swore it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's yeah. fine today. And then I have this other appointment. I was like, oh, I need to like actually dress up. So I have on like a blouse. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. I just like wearing sweatshirts. I know. Totally. They're the best. And yeah. they're the whatnot. Best. So you can yeah. find those there. And also my Four Things Live event is going down in Wichita on November 5th. And you can hit up tickets at selectaseat.com slash Amy. This is my first time ever doing a live podcast with a live audience. That, that is, is gonna, so I know, I saw you post that. That is going to be so fun. We like did y'all have done something like to, that, right? We need to road trip we to Wichita. We need to road trip there because we, we did one in New York of, and it was so fun. It was so, so you're going to love it. You're going to yeah. love it. That's what, I mean, I'm feeling yeah. like this girls night vibe. Like yes. it'll just be a lot of fun, but some guys are going to be in attendance. So yeah. oh, it's just fine. So awesome. And I, there's some fun surprises that I have in the works that oh. from some different artists, like they're just messages of okay. encouragement. Oh, and so that'll like, that. and so I'm like giddy over them. I've collected them all. And I was watching them actually last night because I was working on some of the layout and I was like, oh, this video is so cool. Like it's just a special so, well, there I said it. Yeah. It's video messages. Um, <laughs> but you don't know from who. Yeah. Right. You don't know why. Yeah. But they'll be there. And then, yeah, but there's girls, like, that are coming, I know, solo that are using it as, like, a getaway yeah. from California and oh Texas. And then... I figured it would just be people from Wichita. And the yeah. reason why Wichita is that's our first market ever. I was wondering. That we yeah. syndicated. Okay, cool. Because we, we were based in Austin. And then when we tried out going to another city, Wichita yeah. was the first one. And it cool. was so... The, the love we received there went so well that we ended up getting another city and then another one. So had it not gone well there, yeah. it probably would have been the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> but it did. And they've been so loyal ever since yeah. so that I thought if I ever wanted to test out something like this, that that was like, seemed like the right. That's so ne cool. The next right step or the yeah. next right place. And I feel as though I'll get the honest energy feedback from them because yeah. they've been so loyal for so long. True. Like I can work through it and fine tune it yeah. if I end up going somewhere else yeah. later. Yeah. I don't know. I think you will because so I think people are going to love that. Yeah. Well, it's so fun. I'm, I'm excited. So thank you all for the encouragement and I'll take any advice that you have. We can talk about it off air no, too or if pro. you have you're anything of I like mean. just, you know, when you are, my thing is, you know, the connection and seeing the community and seeing yeah. their faces. Cause when you're talking to people yeah. and as performers, it's be like, if y'all create music and then you, people are listening to it, but you have no idea. But yeah. then when yeah. you go perform on a stage and you're like, oh, you're saying, oh, wow. Oh, and they're singing back yeah. and oh, they're, yeah. you know. It's yeah. that in the moment feedback that feels nice for and both I think sides. Like yeah. receiving their, like they're going to be so excited, like receiving their excitement and just like honoring that you both are like genuinely so happy to be there. I think that energy exchange of just like yeah. being really grateful. I feel like sometimes we're thinking about like, okay, this is what we're going to talk about. This is these, we got to make sure we go through all the lists, but like really taking a moment just to like pause, even if it's for like two seconds before you start talking to be like, I did this, I'm here. Yeah. just going to like feel it for a second. I There's real people. Just, yeah. yeah totally. Just soak yeah. it in because it's so fun. Soak it up. <laughs> okay. Well, Jill and Kate, everybody, and you can find them on Instagram, Jill and A-N-D, <laughs> Kate. Yes. And then is it yes. Jill and Kate. Dot com? Yes. Yeah. 
Y'all are lucky. I'm surprised there's not another <laughs> Jill and Kate out there that snagged that we up. Claimed it we early. claimed it early. <laughs> claimed it 20 yeah. years ago. 20 so. years ago. So yeah. No, yeah. but thank you so yeah. much for having us. I know. Yeah, it was thank so you. fun. Thank you. And hope y'all are having the day you need to have. And I will see y'all on Saturday for an Outway episode and then next Tuesday for a fifth thing. But in the meantime, at Radio Amy on Instagram, my favorite place to be. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.